0: The end zone has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. Welcome into a Friday edition of Locked on Pokes. Cowboy fans, no game tomorrow, Oklahoma State on by, uh, but basketball in full swing, the Kansas City Ruse in town tomorrow for a big showdown in the non-conference. Uh, no, not so much, but Oklahoma State will be in action tomorrow, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Rondell Walker, Cade Cunningham going to be at that game tomorrow. So uh, show up, show out for the Cowboys. Supposed to be a beautiful day. Oklahoma State and UMKC playing at 2 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN+. Uh, So make sure you're at Gallagher-Iba Arena. For that one. If you're new to the program, we do this every single day, Monday through Friday here on Locked on Pokes. This is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. Uh, We break down everything Oklahoma State. If it's Oklahoma State, you name it, we talk about it here on Locked on Pokes. Uh, Like this afternoon, the Oklahoma State Women's soccer team at 430 takes on the Kansas Jayhawks in the Big 12 tournament. Oklahoma State Cowgirls have won eight in a row on their way to a Big 12 regular season championship. They've already won in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament, and now they look to take down Kansas in the semis and advance to the finals. So glad everyone's with me today. Head on over to Twitter. Follow me at Colby J Powell at Locked On Pokes. Send me your thoughts on Oklahoma State basketball, soccer, football as we've had the week off here. Any big games you're looking forward to this weekend. Send that all my way at Colby J Powell at LockedonPokes and subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you are listening. So this morning I was kind of looking around at some different things and I saw ESPN's Heisman watch, and ESPN does their their little Heisman watch every week, and they did this one uh, on the 5th. So what would that have been, Tuesday that they did the Heisman watch? Yeah, today's the 8th, right? Okay, so on the 5th, they did their Heisman watch, and the way this works, they use um, basically ESPN.com writers, college football writers, and to get their Heisman watch rankings, they have 10 voters, 5 votes each. So you get 5 points for a first-place vote, Four for second, three for third, two for fourth, one for fifth. You kind of get it. And I was just kind of looking, you know, after LSU was off last week and Ohio State and Alabama and Oklahoma were all on by last week. I thought, okay, let's see where Chuba Hubbard falls in on this list. So let's just start at number one, and we'll work our way down until we get to Chuba Hubbard in ESPN's Heisman Watch. At number one, they've got Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow 47 total points. He had eight first place votes out of the 10 voters, uh, which means he would have had a second and a third place vote as well to get him to 47. Um, So again, they were on by last week. He's been great this year. I'm not denying that Joe Burrow has been great. They've got him at number one for the undefeated Tigers of LSU. At number two, Chase Young, 32 points, one first place vote. Now, this, one, this is where things are going to get a little weird because Chase Young, for all intents and purposes, was eliminated from the Heisman race this morning. You're probably thinking, do what now? What do you mean Chase Young was eliminated from the Heisman race on a Friday morning? Chase Young has been suspended by the NCAA over a loan that he took and then paid back from a family friend prior to his freshman season at Ohio State. He released a statement this morning, a tweet. He said, unfortunately, I won't be playing this week because of an NCAA eligibility issue. I made a mistake last year by accepting a loan from a family friend. I've known since the summer before my freshman year at OSU. I repaid it in full last summer, and I'm working with the university and NCAA to get back on the field as soon as possible. Now, Chase Young being off the field is going to be huge for Ohio State. Obviously, uh, he's their best player. He's one of the best players in the country. If the Heisman was not a purely offensive and mostly quarterback award, he would have had a great chance to win it prior to today. Uh, with, with the big stages that he plays on at Ohio State, he would have had a great chance, but you know, who knows how long he's suspended. If it's only one game, he could maybe still earn a trip to New York, um, but I would say that his chances took a big hit with the suspension from the NCAA. And By the way, the NCAA is an absolute joke. They make an absolute mockery of themselves. They're an embarrassment to their own product. When you can have what took place at Baylor take place with no repercussions from the NCAA as an organization, none whatsoever years later, and yet Chase Young took and then paid back a loan from a family friend prior to his freshman year at Ohio State, and he's now suspended from taking the field. The NCAA is a joke, and hopefully these terrible terrible NCAA suspensions are soon to be a thing of the past. Hopefully we'll be telling, you know, hopefully I'll be telling my kids stories about how dumb the NCAA was to to not allow the athletes to get anything at all off of what they accomplished in college. So, uh, anyway, that just that just wears me out to no end that the NCAA, uh, just the way they operate, it just drives me absolutely nuts. Number 3 on their Heisman watch, they've got Tua with 29 points. Number 4 on their Heisman watch, They've got Jalen Hurts with 26 points. We're now last member of the top five in their Heisman watch. Justin Fields, quarterback at Ohio State, 13 points. Still no Chuba Hubbard in the top five. Justin Herbert, the quarterback at Oregon, and number six, two points. And Chuba Hubbard's actually listed at seven, but he's tied with Justin Her- Her- Herbert with two points. And I, I don't know how Chuba Hubbard can be T six. I I just don't and here's what they said about Chuba. Said Hubbard leads the FBS in rushing yards with 16-04, including two hundred twenty three on Saturday and went over TCU. He ran for two touchdowns, one for ninety two yards and another for sixty two. Per a TCU spokesman, he became the first player to rush for at least two hundred yards against TCU in Gary Patterson's nineteen year run as head coach. His Heisman odds are 30 to 1, same as Justin Herbert's. And then everyone else on this list has Heisman odds of 10 to 1 or better. And, and this just further goes to, to show what I've been telling you all. And, and that's just to mentally prepare yourselves for what the Heisman is. And the Heisman is designed mostly for quarterbacks. And if you're not a quarterback, you're going to have to be at a blue blood. You know, that's what people, people come back whenever I say it's a quarterback award. Well, hold on now. Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry won the award, and they're not quarterbacks. Where'd Mark, Henry and, uh, where'd Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry play their college ball? Anybody remember off the top of their head? Oh, yeah, that's right. They played at Alabama because this award, look, the, the Heisman is not designed to just go to the best player in the country. That's not what it is. It'd be great if that's what it is, or it'd be even better if, if there were an award that existed of that nature. You know, maybe, maybe somebody should come up with a new college football award that just goes to the best player in college football, regardless of your team's record, you know, regardless of what position you play, a, a, an award that's not specifically designed just for quarterbacks, just goes to the best player in the country. Maybe we should have that award because that's not what the Heisman is. To win the Heisman, you need to play the blue blood or you need to play quarterback. Those are your options. You don't do one of those two things. About the only other way to win the Heisman is to do what Barry did in 1988 rush for nearly 3,000 yards and score nearly 50 touchdowns. That's how you win the Heisman if you're not a quarterback and you don't play for a blue blood. And it was actually better back then. The award was. The award now is kind of like the NCAA turned into a mockery of itself, where it's just like, oh, you play quarterback at Alabama, you play quarterback at Oklahoma, LSU, Ohio State, your team won 12 games. Okay, cool. Here's the Heisman. I mean, that's what the award's turned into. So, Just prepare yourself, Oklahoma State fans, even if Chuba runs for 200 a game over the final three games of the season, good chance he doesn't make it to New York. Is that fair? No, probably not, because he's the best running back in the country, and he probably deserves a place on that stage, but it's the way the world works. It's the way the Heisman works. That's what that award is designed to do. All right, this is Locked on Pokes. Enough ranting about the Heisman. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side. We'll look at some of the biggest college basketball games in the country this weekend, look at what's going on in the Big 12, uh, and and see what Oklahoma State can get done tomorrow against UMKC as they can try to impress after just a five-point win over ORU in game number one. Glad you're with me today. This is Locked on Pokes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell. Glad you're with me on this Friday as we head toward what is supposed to be a beautiful weekend here in the state of Oklahoma. No football game this weekend for the Cowboys, but you do have women's soccer this afternoon on ESPN+. Plus. Tomorrow on ESPN+, Plus is a uh, little Oklahoma State basketball, Oklahoma State, and UMKC. That's right, the Kansas City Ruse in town tomorrow for uh, a little... Little action in the uh in the Big Twelve Oklahoma State and Kansas City tomorrow at Gallagher Arena. Two o'clock on ESPN plus I saw yesterday where uh ESPN plus has gotten like what was it, more than a million new subscribers this fall. And I would be willing to wager that a lot of that comes from Big Twelve country. I mean you got Big Twelve now partnering with ESPN plus I would imagine a ton, ton, ton of that comes uh comes along with the Big 12 Big 12 now so you may not like ESPN Plus I assure you it has accomplished what they intended it to accomplish if they've gotten a million new subscribers this fall it's $5 a month It's an extra five mil a month. I'm sure they can find something to do with that money. Uh, Elsewhere in the Big 12 this weekend, whenever it comes to basketball, look, there's just not a lot of big games uh, right now. Baylor does have a game that's actually projected to be pretty close. They're a five-point favorite over Washington, and that game's actually tonight on ESPN. So Baylor-Washington, one of the better Big 12 games of the weekend. Uh, Kansas played their big game the other night, so they've got a snoozer. They're t- they're at home tonight against UNC Greensboro. Akron and West Virginia play tonight in Morgantown. Uh, again, kind of a snoozer there. Elsewhere in the Big 12, Kansas State, UNLV. Eh. Iowa State, Oregon State. I'll be real honest with you. I have no idea how good Oregon State is at basketball. You never hear about them, so I'm going to assume that they're bad. But, uh, yeah, Iowa State and Oregon State. Oklahoma plays Minnesota in South Dakota, which is interesting. That's a Big Ten Network game tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Texas Tech hosts Bethune-Cookman. And then the other game in the Big 12, uh, and this one is, is actually a pretty good game, it's tomorrow at 6 o'clock, is Texas at Purdue. Texas is supposed to be one of the top half teams in the Big 12, and they are at Purdue tomorrow at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. And Purdue currently the 23rd ranked team in the country, and we all kind of know what Purdue is, right? I mean, Purdue is a basketball school. That's what they are. Um, So that should be a good one tomorrow between Texas and Purdue. For Oklahoma State, a uh, bunch of different guys saw time in that first game. Gosh, seems like just about everybody on the roster. What did Oklahoma State played? Twelve guys, I believe, in that first game. Uh, only had two who played 30 minutes. Remember, there's 40 in a college basketball game. Isaac Likely and Lindy Waters each played 30 minutes, w- which is good. You don't want guys uh, out there having to run 35, 36 minutes. Uh, you want guys to be fresh as the season goes along. So you'd really like their season average uh, at the high end for these guys to stay at around. 30 but you have to have some depth to be able to do that that's where a guy like keelan boone uh comes in handy he played 10 minutes the other night and was effective avery anderson 12 minutes uh you know caleb boone hitty rosink thank you to uh was it i believe it was evan mcdaniel sorry i don't have my twitter pulled up right now but i'm almost positive it was evan mcdaniel who uh tweeted me the pronunciation for hitty rosink who was the first man off the bench the other night He's from the Netherlands. Uh, He played 10 minutes. Chris Harris Jr., Played 10 minutes. So Oklahoma State did a good job getting a lot of guys into the game. The other three starters, Yorinay, Cam McGriff, and Thomas Dezagua, all played 26 minutes. And like I said the other night, Oklahoma State had five guys in double figures. And it's going to be important, I think, for Oklahoma State throughout the season to really be able to balance the scoring because there are some things that that some guys do well that other guys don't do as well. Isaac Likely was getting a little space from the defense the other day. He's more of a driver. Cam McGriff didn't have it going from the floor, was able to knock down his free throws. Lindy Waters, I think, has a real chance to be first-team All-Big 12 uh, with the way that he he plays offensively, the fact that he's a senior, as well as he can shoot the ball. Uh, he shot at 50% the other night. I, I think he has a real chance to be first-team All-Big 12. <clears throat> and Yorinay A has a chance to be first-team All-Big 12 defense with those eight blocks he had in game one. Now, he's not going to have eight blocks every game, but I, I really want to know, how many blocks do we think Yorinay A can average this season? we think he can average – three, four blocks a game? Because if he can, I mean, that's huge for Oklahoma State. You saw ORU the other night. Every time they got inside the paint, it it was like – there just wasn't anything there. Your and A came off the floor, and that's whenever ORU would start to attack inside. So having him on the floor and making sure that he can do so without fouling is going to be huge, because he did have four the other night in the game against ORU. Uh, all right, good stuff. College basketball this weekend. Oklahoma State hosting UMKC tomorrow at 2 o'clock on ESPN+. Make sure you get to Gallagher-Iba Arena and uh, show, Kate, show Kate Cunningham what GIA is all about. Uh, before I get to break, I want to remind everyone about Roman. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit today and free two-day shipping. That's Roman.com slash locked. All right, glad everyone is with me. We're going to come back take a break, come back on the other side. We'll talk about some of the biggest college football games across the country this week. Uh, I know that Oklahoma State is not in action, but there's some big games in the Big 12 and across the country. So we'll talk a little college football coming up here on Lockdown Pokes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. Colby Powell wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes. Remember to head over to Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Hit me up there with all your thoughts on college football, college basketball getting underway. What are your expectations for Oklahoma State on the basketball court this year? I want to know. Anything you send me, I will read here on, uh, on Locked on Pokes. And Actually, I said I wasn't on my Twitter. And I always say if you tweet me, I'm going to read it on the air. So now I need to go find uh, a tweet and, and give credit where credit's due. Because yesterday, I told you all that I would probably be picking... The Oklahoma State Cowboys to beat the Kansas Jayhawks next Saturday in Stillwater, which would bring me to a resounding one and four picking Oklahoma State football game straight up since I started doing this podcast. And um, I got a tweet yesterday because you know that might be a little bit of a kiss of death. I could see how someone would think that based on my uh, on my track record. So Johnny Larkin tweeted me yesterday at Locked On Pokes and said, "Why would you pick OSU to beat Kansas? LOL, they're screwed now." Well, I hope not. If they lose to Kansas, then I will uh, I will pick Oklahoma State to lose the final two games just to get out of the way. Just so it's not my fault. Because I don't want it to be my fault. Uh, hopefully they do not lose to Kansas next week. Kansas, the only other team in the conference who is off this week. Oklahoma State and Kansas both on bye as they get ready for the big showdown next Saturday in Stillwater. Uh, but tomorrow there is some good football being played in the Big 12. Uh, first up, Baylor-TCU. Talked about this game a little bit yesterday. Uh, Baylor is at TCU. Baylor's 8-0, 5-0 in the Big 12. Baylor's going to lose to TCU tomorrow. And, and let me tell you why. Baylor is riding a high right now. Baylor um, has... Look, they're 8-0, but we all know that they're the kind of 8-0. Like Minnesota's 8-0, but you don't really feel like they're one of the elite teams in the country. I, is Baylor even the second best team in this conference. I, I'm i not 100% sure. I, I really don't know. Baylor's a good team. I think they're a good team, and I think they're going to win 10 games. I think they'll probably be 10-2. They'll probably play in the Big 12 uh, championship game, but I think Baylor's going to lose to TCU tomorrow. I think this is a trap game. The, the first college football playoff rankings came out on Tuesday. Baylor was ranked at 12th. OU was ranked at ninth, even though Oklahoma has lost a game in conference, to a team that Baylor has already beaten on the road, by the way. So I think that as much as Matt Rule and as much as coaches every year try to tell their guys not to worry about the rankings and just win one game at a time, I think that gets in these players' heads. And when you start worrying about where you stand, it's like if you're playing golf and you're 1-under through 13 holes. You start worrying about being 1-under through 13 holes. You know what you're going to do? You're going to play the last 5 at about 4-over – and you're not going to break par. That's just what's going to happen. Same thing with Baylor here. Baylor's one under right now through 13 holes. But I feel like now they're going to be worried about this huge showdown with OU next week. They're going to be worried about their playoff rankings. You know, if we do go undefeated, can we get in, or are we going to get screwed? Well, seeing as you have four games of football left, there's a whole month left in the season, it's not really what you want to be worried about, but it's hard to shake it. Here's another reason I think TCU is going to win this game. <clears throat> lined open at Baylor minus two and a half. Hasn't moved. Has not moved. They're 8-0, 5-0 in conference. TCU's going to win this game. Gary Patterson's going to be ready for Baylor. TCU's going to win this game. That is my upset special of the week, Baylor going down in Fort Worth. Uh, Texas Tech and West Virginia, it's an 11, a.m. Clock, uh, an 11 a.m. game tomorrow as well. Tech and West Virginia will be on ESPN 2. Baylor and TCU, a much better game, will be on Fox Sports 1. Texas Tech's a two-and-a-half-point favorite over West Virginia. Both of these teams, 3-5, and 1-4 and four in conference, so total snooze fest between, between these two. But if you want to get a look at Oklahoma State's opponent a couple weeks from now, you can tomorrow with West Virginia. Kansas State and Texas uh, play at 230 on ESPN. Kansas State's the number 16th-ranked team in the country. Kansas State's going to lose to Texas. Th- this is not an upset special I'm predicting here. Texas, despite being unranked, is a seven-point favorite. There's a reason. That, that might seem a little off to you. There's a reason. Texas wins. Texas covers tomorrow the 7 at home against Kansas State. And then the big game in the conference, obviously, is tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, on Fox, Oklahoma, and Iowa State. Oklahoma now a 15-point favorite in that one. Uh, it was down to 13 the other day, and then back up now to 15. So it's crossed that very important number of 14. Oklahoma, I I think, definitely wins. I'd be shocked if Oklahoma were to lose, uh, mainly on the basis that Oklahoma has not lost consecutive regular season games since 1999. So, you know, why start now? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, But. Will they cover the 15? I don't know. Iowa State can play a little bit. I think this will be a good game tomorrow in Norman, but I think OU will come away with the victory. Uh, all right, reminder, Oklahoma State sports this weekend. you got the Cowgirl soccer team this afternoon on ESPN Plus against the Jayhawks in the semifinals of the Big 12 tournament. Tomorrow you've got Oklahoma State and UMKC at uh, Gallagher-Iba Arena, 2 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. So get out, support your Oklahoma State Cowboys as uh, basketball season rolls on. Showed Cade Cunningham what it means to be a Cowboy and to be in Gallagher-Iba Arena. Glad everyone was with me today. We are through another bye week, the last bye week of the season. Three more games for Oklahoma State coming up. So glad everyone could join me. Hit me up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at LockedOnPokes. And subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you may be listening. Glad you were with me for another episode of Locked on Pokes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.